0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Grainfields Podcast. I'm Dylan. I'm Noah. And uh, we are so excited to be back with you today with a, um, a banger of a question.
1: An absolute smacker.
0: It's going to be awesome.
1: Yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, do you want me to tell the listeners what, we, uh, yeah, what we're dealing with today? Dealing so we've with have been well. We've been asked a question by our good friend... And the question is, how would you advise a beginner on where slash how to start their religious journey? Mm. Wow.
0: Awesome question. So good. And I have a question for you, Noah, actually. Okay. It's actually not, not so much a question, but rather maybe like a how-to. And I'd like you to give it to us. But could you give the, um, the listeners a few tips on creek crossings? <laughs> That would be awesome. We'd really appreciate that because I find myself in situations where I need to cross the creek. So I'd like to hear, May, probably maybe focus on two main ones. That would be awesome. <laughs>
1: two main t- okay, well, Dylan here is clearly referring to the fact that I've dropped my phone in two creeks while crossing them.
0: <laughs> and what was the time frame in between the two drops? Uh, Less than a week. Yeah. Like a few days. Yeah, fortnight. Happened.
1: Well, I had to buy a new phone. <laughs> 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 so get
0: this, uh, he's gone for a walk and, well, we explain it. There's okay. a, actually, there's got a video footage of it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so I was, okay, here's, here's the story. I'll try to keep it short. So I was out walking with a friend of mine and um, we were crossing this creek. we were going to go climb some rocks in like Sturt Gorge. So we'll, As you do. Cross, uh, yeah, we both like rock climbing. So we're, we, we're, we're rolling through this creek, trying to um, get across the other side. And um I'm in like track pants with very shallow pockets. So while I'm like leaning down to cross, cause it wasn't a very easy crossing, like mm. very spare like sparse set of rocks. I would
0: also argue that you weren't in the greatest footwear attire for it. But I was
1: in I was in open toe Birkenstocks. Yep. She was in sneakers, like a well dressed human being. Yep. For a walk. Um and so yeah, I'm crossing this river and my phone <laughs> falls out of my pocket. Into the river, I dropped down and stepped in the creek in my track pants <laughs> and Birkenstocks to get my phone out of the water and just wade over to the other side. <laughs> that was and, that. and how'd the phone go? Uh, it died. Yep. Yep, it died. died. Yep. So you then,
0: like regretfully, went and bought a new phone, right? Secondhand yes, phone. Okay,
1: but me and this friend had like a little inside joke where she would like go on, we'd like cross creeks and like say like, oh, like taking real big care this time because I like, don't want to drop yeah. the phone in the creek. Like, a bit of an ooh, funny laugh. Sure. And then um, I went to a... Uh, so obviously when you're crossing a creek and recording, you've only got one hand. And this <sighs> time I was in closed Toe Burks, actually. Even uh, better. I'm down at Brownhill Creek. Beautiful day for, it, for a creek crossing. This is with the new
0: phone this in hand. So he's just gone and spent $400 on a new phone and he's doing it again.
1: To be fair, I was feeling pretty confident. I warmed up on some easy like creek crossing routes. I did this tough one and I was like, all right, this is it. I'm going to send this one. And I'm like pulling up onto it. It was a pretty hard mantle to get up on there. And then, um, yep, my foot slipped and... You and fell in the creek this time. Yeah, half my body submerged in the creek. <laughs> and your phone. And my phone. And your new phone. My new phone also did fall in the creek. Um, But praise God that he gave me... You brought that <laughs> yeah, phone back to life. <laughs> the resurrection of the life. That's it, mate. So, yeah, uh, I don't know if you really want my tips or how to on how to creek crossings, but... Firstly, one would be don't record yourself doing it. Use both hands when crossing the creek. And two is wear appropriate footwear.
0: And surely you would learn from your mistakes. The, when I heard that you did it a second time, I thought you were joking. I was like, you actually can't. It was literally a week because your phone died. You, 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 know bet, you went and bought a phone like a few days later and then a few days later you did it again.
1: You know what's sad though? Is when I was recording this, right? Um, you, you don't actually get to hear it like... You don't actually get to see it submerge in the water because the recording like cuts cuts itself off as it hits the water for some reason or maybe I catch it in a weird way. Probably because
0: it hit water it cut off because it's not meant to be wet. You don't get to
1: see me splashing in the water which is kind of like sad but anyway.
0: I just can't believe that you did that.
1: Yeah, you love it. You're a special bloke. Thanks, mate.
0: Well, let's get into something that's a little uh, more reasonable. Not like Noah's Creek Crossing (laughs) Adventures.
1: (laughs) Reasonable, yeah. Yeah, thanks,
0: mate. So the question is how would you advise a beginner on where slash how to start their religious journey or we could swatch switch religious for spiritual, yeah. I, I would say?
1: I think it's more helpful to yeah. Yeah, cool. So
0: ultimately, the answer to this question is that if you're going from a worldly perspective, you could start it in a million and one places, basically wherever you feel is right and which wherever you feel is the most meaningful to you. However... um this will not fulfill you and this will not you will not find true life in doing what you think f- makes you most enlightened or fulfilled or things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately we say that because Jesus very clearly, um, and you can see this in the Gospel of John, he says that he is the way, the truth, and the life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that there is no one, you cannot receive this life that he's talking about, this spiritual life, unless it is through him.
1: Mm-hmm. It says, no one comes to the Father except through me. Yep.
0: Yeah. So that is, so this is, and again, this is not our opinion of us trying to convince you, but this is what we believe that the word of God says. And the word of God is, so that the Bible, um, it is authoritative, inerrant, um, sufficient, and it is God speaking to humankind through um, scripture. Mm-hmm. So this is what he says. This is his answer to where, where do you start? There's one place to start and it's a person and his name is Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, and I really want to emphasize that, that we're not saying this as our own opinion. Well, we prefer Christianity because, you know, we've done some research Mm -hmm. and this benefits us the most. But ultimately, we believe that Scripture is God's very word. And therefore, if that is true, he is saying this to you and I today. Nothing's changed.
0: And that's the thing. Christianity um, uh, (laughs) claims exclusivity in the Mm -hmm. sense that to receive this life, and to receive God, it's only through Jesus Christ. Whereas like Buddhism, Hinduism, all these sorts of things, there is a plethora of different ways that you can get to God. Wow. There you go. hope you enjoyed that one. Plethora. <laughs> Bang. How's your ears? <laughs> um, and ultimately what, what the world would say is that you pick the way that you want to go and ultimately it will lead to the top. You'll all reach God in the end, like a mountain. You all go up the mountain, you take different paths and you'll get there. But Christianity is very different in the sense that the God comes down from the mountain and he saves his people by himself, not by your own doing, or not by your own path that you find, or anything like that. And if you want to hear a little bit more on that, we recorded a podcast recently called "How Is Christianity Different to Other Religions." And there's way better resources than us talking about it. So search it up on the internet, and I'm sure there's yeah, sure there's some good gear, some good articles.
1: Yeah. So that's where. Really simply is where we believe that where you should start your religious journey for a beginner is Christianity, mm-hmm. because we believe God's word tells us that God Himself. Whom we are desiring in our spiritual journey tells us that it's in this through mm-hmm. Christ. So why don't we talk about how? Yeah. So how is a response to the good news of the gospel? Yeah. And not a response necessary as just the agreeing. Oh, I yeah I yeah Jesus died. He was mm-hmm. a guy. He died. But it's actually the the nature of belief is not just to. Um, just to agree with the truths, but it's also to obey and it's also to trust these truths for yourself.
0: Yeah. And why we say that is because basically now Jesus is a historical figure and like most basically all historians and scientists would agree that he existed Mm -hmm. and that he did some of these sorts of things, maybe not the resurrection part, but very much he was a historical figure and he did some like quite outrageous things. Yep. So anyone, anyone can agree with these things, but the whole essence of belief is that it requires a action which causes change. and mm-hmm. and and why we say this is that if you're already thinking about these things, it means that God is already working in on your heart mm-hmm. um, to cause you to desire these sorts of things because the Bible tells us that no one desires God unless God enacts his will uh, his life onto you.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's a good segue into talking about the gospel. Because the gospel teaches us that we are dead in sin, mm. that we are slaves to sin, and that we cannot respond to God in the way that we once were able to without sin. Yeah. Um, and so we have this big issue of sin as humanity. Um, Romans 1.19 talks about this. It says, um, For what can be known about God is plain to us, because God has shown it to us. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So we are without excuse. Mm. So we all have within us this idea that we are falling short of something. We have yeah. shame and guilt that we deal with. We we have this un- say, unsatiable appetite for pleasing people and and wanting to be successful. But none of it is ultimately satisfying. Like you, People work ridiculously hard for money. And you look at the richest people in the world, they're all miserable. Mm. Or you look at, um, I don't know, the most influential and popular celebrities who are in essence, pleasing very, like, huge amounts of people. Mm. But they're all miserable. Yeah. So there, there's clearly something more. There's something deeper.
0: Yeah. And what we would say is that that is, like, an internal conscience that bears witness to the fact that there is a God. So, like, and the Bible says we're all without excuse because internally we know that our conscience bears witness that there is a higher moral perfection that we know exists and, and we, we know for. that, yeah, we long for and that we fall short of.
1: mm and that that falling short of is sin. We did a podcast on what is the gospel, where we we talked lots about the nuances of the gospel, but really simply, is that the good news of Christianity, the gospel is that that even though that we are in rebellion against a holy God who is perfect in his in his nature, he has created the universe he set his affections on us, we rejected him and we rebel against him actively and consciously, like this text says. Even though we perceive him mm. and we know these things are true that we long for him, we still rebel against him and do what is against him.
0: Yeah. So that's and so that's what we would say like in the gospel is that is the condition of mankind. That's where mm-hmm. we sit now.
1: That's our position before God.
0: Yeah. So one is ultimately that God created a good creation, a good mankind and he was well pleased with it and we rebelled and now this is where we sit we sit with this huge debt mm-hmm. under that we rightfully have have worked for ourselves this debt mm-hmm. um that we have committed these heinous crimes against the holy god who is perfect and cannot be with sin because his very nature is without sin um so now this is where we stand humankind stands in opposition to god uh, the the bible says that we are in active rebellion to god that we are children of wrath mm. um so, like, we are—we've got this huge problem now, massive problem.
1: Yep, and and like we said, this sin is not just against a human being; mm. it's against a holy God who is the creator of the universe, who is perfect in all of his attributes. And part of God's attributes is—is is his justice. Yep. So, if God loves something, he must love what is right and hate what is wrong. Mm. So, the an example is, um, God must, God loves. Um, uh, God loves um, like human life, therefore He must hate murder. Yeah, because it's it's the it's the tarnishing of that good gift which is given to humanity. Mm. So, if God loves goodness, He must therefore hate sin, mm-hmm. because it is against that goodness. Yeah. So there is this justice, or like Dylan said, it's a debt. it's 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 almost a legal standing before mm. God that there is justice that needs to be paid for for our sins, and um like we said in in that gospel. What is the gospel podcast? We break down all of humans attempts to justify themselves, but we all recognize that we fall short. Yeah. We all feel that sense of shame and guilt knowing that we haven't cut it.
0: And ultimately these feats of finding, you know, your own spiritual journey, your own religious enlightenment are all efforts in trying to redeem ourselves to be good because ultimately they're all centered around being the best person that you can be. Mm -hmm. Um, Where scripture the, the Bible tells us that, like, even our greatest deeds are like filthy rags. Mm. So, in and that is in comparison to a holy God, not to other people. Yeah, he's the standard. Yeah,
1: not not the not, people, not yeah. your mates.
0: No, because, yeah, sure, you can be better than your mates. I can 100% agree with that. You probably are better than some of your mates, but when you compare them to I'm you, better than you, you, yeah, you probably are. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so we have this, we are now in opposition to God and have this great big problem that we can't solve Mm -hmm. um, because we can't deal with the problem in which we are so intertwined and uh, tangled in.
1: Mm, We can't separate ourselves from sin because we're dead in it. Mm,
0: The only one that can is God. Mm -hmm.
1: That's right. And so the beautiful news of the gospel is that God intervenes Mm. in our problem that we created for ourselves, which was against him, which is truly ironic, but just so beautiful and liberating is the fact that the very person that we have sinned so so much against has given himself in human form. If you think about like the the glory of reigning eternally in heaven, he's taken on human flesh and lived amongst the people who hate him Mm. in their sin. And not only has he lived amongst them, and experienced that for himself, he died on behalf of them. He died what we call the sinner's death, what we deserved as sinners on the cross on behalf of us, Mm. taking all of our um, sin and shame and guilt Mm. onto him and paying for that, our debt with his blood. Yeah. The only, the only innocent sacrifice that could have been made on behalf of us because we couldn't have done it. Mm. So he
0: died and rose again. And in his resurrection, he defeated death. Um, by coming back to life. Mm-hmm. And now he, uh, Jesus reigns at the right hand of the Father in heaven. Mm-hmm. And the position that we are then left with is what do we do with this? How do you respond to this news that is so profound and so jaw-dropping that we caused ourselves to be in this position against a God and in his great mercy and love for his people, he would do the unthinkable of saving us from what we created against him. Mm-hmm.
1: And what I think is truly ironic in amongst all of this um, is so, so Jesus lives the sinless life, right? Mm. He's the only person who lives without sin. So he's the only person who is still in that relationship with God that we cannot have because we're sinful. Yet he in like, like if you think about what the Roman, like the Roman cross is, like this torture device is a public example of all those who challenge human, like their, their, their own idea of what power is. Mm. Christ dying on that cross you know like you think about like, like the picture of that is, is the creator of universe on trial against like it's like the sinners are putting him on trial when he's the creator of the universe yeah. in human form and he's dying on behalf of them mm. and then he, he dies the death that they all deserved and he's silent and he and he's in full submission to it and he does it because he loves you and i mm. even Boy. though that we are dead in sin he does it because he loves us
0: what great news! And then that's that's the response when you're. This is where this is the crossroad that you hit, and and this is where it's life is to receive this good news, and death is to reject it mm-hmm. and go on living as though you are the creator of your universe, yeah. and you are the creator of your life, and that everything hinges upon what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is the res- this this is where you, we now stand. Yep. In response to this good news.
1: Yeah, you can either keep on trying to make yourself a good person, to appease this higher moral thing that you know exists out there. You can keep feeling unsatisfied in it, keep feeling unsatisfied in yourself and your identity, or you can choose to yield that and you can take on what Christ says is is the new life that he offers us. Mm. In that we now believe that what Christ did on the cross was not just for a weird kooky bunch of Christian people, (laughs) but was also for you. Yeah. That the sin that you struggle with, whether it be shame and guilt, or whether it be um whether it be I don't know, whatever it is. There's there's a plethora of things it could be because because we're all dead in sin. Mm. Is is that you believe and agree and trust that what Jesus did on that cross wasn't just for Dylan and I, but it was also for you. Mm.
0: Yeah. So that's that's ultimately where we stand is do we come and take the free gift of life? Do we come and receive that good news? And, and the promising thing in all of this is that if you're thinking about this or if anyone's thinking about this, it means that God is already enacting a work on you mm-hmm. because the Bible tells us that um, like we can't seek God in this. Because we're dead in it. Yeah, we're dead in it. So he, he, to it. he is the one that replaces your heart mm-hmm. with from a heart of stone to a heart of flesh. So the, the great news in all of this is that God is working this miracle. Like, it is truly a miracle, salvation being brought about in a person's life who is mm. dead, because God is the only one that can change from death to life. Mm. So the promising thing is that God is already working, because God brings about salvation. We, it's no nothing we can do in ourselves. Um, mm. So he, yeah,
1: which is just evidence of of God's love for you. Mm. It's evidence that God doesn't require you to make yourself sinless before Him for Him to commune with you. He's saying, "Come." And receive this free gift that I've given you in Christ, and stop trying to make yourself right, but mm. rather submit under Christ and believe that what he's done for you is true.
0: So how do you receive it?
1: Great question. So in Jesus himself says um, that to receive this it is to repent and believe in the gospel. So why don't we break down those two ideas of repentance and believing? We've kind of talked a little bit about the nature of belief in that belief is not just agreeing that Jesus was you know you know, he walked on the earth and, you know, oh yeah, that, you know, there might have been some people called the Israelites and, mm-hmm. oh yeah, there might be the 10 commandments and, you know, these things are historically accurate, but it's to believe, um, agree, trust and obey yep. the truths of the gospel. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah.
0: Awesome. It's belief. Yeah. So it is, it is very active in the sense that The response cannot just be an intellectual agreement that these, yes, fact, 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 fact. Now I agree with these things. Belief takes on the form of obedience, as Noah said, as that, um, to, because to believe in these things, not only are we believing in the gospel, but we then have to look at God's word in its entirety and obey all that he says. Um, yes, we will fall short uh, continually, as we said earlier. um, but, under the commandment that we now have when we receive the new life that Christ has purchased for us, it then requires obedience to him mm-hmm. in entirely not pick and choose not I'll take this, and you take that mm-hmm. but um mm.
1: and it's actually very liberating, yeah, because this is the way that God designed us to live, yeah in communion with him, living as He commanded us to live him mm. live because ultimately, if you think about it the like a, a hammer is not very good at being a screwdriver because it hasn't been designed to be a screwdriver. So when a hammer is a hammer, in other words, it does what it's created to do. Mm. It's much better for the hammer.
0: And the hammer can, I can assure you it's enjoying what it's doing rather yeah. than trying to <laughs> screw things. Yeah. And, yeah. That, and ultimately that's it. Like we receive this free gift that is like all fulfilling and all satisfying in that we will n- no longer need to long for any other form of mm. spiritual enlightenment or, satisfaction in our work uh, or satisfaction in other people or reliance in other people Mm -hmm. is that Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. And when in him, we have life Mm -hmm. and he is sufficient for us. Mm
1: -hmm. So that's belief. Why don't we talk about repentance? And the ideas are very closely tied together because to repent means to turn away from something. Mm -hmm. So it means you turn away from the things that you have been so um, closely holding as comforts to yourself and you turn to Christ as your comfort. You Mm. realize that these riches that I think I have actually aren't riches at all because they get me nothing. I die and they go Mm. rather. My riches are in Christ Mm. who is eternal, who is eternal, who I will enjoy forever.
0: Yeah, that's it.
1: Mm. Mm. So yeah. and, And like Dylan touched on is that, um, that we need that work of, of new life, of God resurrecting our spiritually dead mm. s- dead to sin bodies to truly believe and repent. Yeah. And so if you are thinking about these things, if you are like okay yeah, I, something's going on here. This is this is real. This is this A is moving me. Happening. Yeah, th- then th- this is evidence that this is going on within you. Mm. Yeah. Um so so practically it, let's get even more practically um what what do we do from here? If mm. if if I'm thinking about these things, yeah, and I and I think that that yeah, there is there is something going on here with Christ, and He is there's something very real about Him to me that you know to my shame and my guilt. Mm. What do I do, Dylan?
0: Well, ultimately, God is um, God is accessible, and He longs for His people to know Him. Mm. Um, so pray, um, seek Him,
1: ask Him to reveal Himself to yeah. you.
0: Yeah. Ask him to reveal himself to you and he will because he's already revealing himself to you in the fact that you're asking that question. Yep. So ask him to reveal himself to you. Open a Bible. If you have people that have Bibles, ask them for a Bible if you don't want to do that.
1: And we recommend just going and reading the book of John yep. or the book of Mark.
0: Yep. Because they're, they're all centered around the gospel in that it, it, the books are so that people would believe.
1: Yep. And they're about... Jesus Christ in his life, which is the best picture of God we will see.
0: Because mm, he is God in the flesh. Um, so, yeah, ask that God would reveal himself to you and he will. And the best way in which he does that is through scripture. So, going and reading, yeah, John or Mark mm-hmm. um, will, yeah, they're probably really, really good ways to start. Mm-hmm. Additionally, if you have friends that are Christians, talk to them. S- if you know church, you're always going to hear the gospel at church.
1: Yep, yep. And and can I also just say is that we're talking about these things of going and spending time, getting to know the God who has saved you. Mm. So Christian Christianity will often be referred to as is this classic classic Christian cliche that's relationship not a religion (laughs) in the sense that um, it's about knowing god as opposed to trying to appease god by doing the right thing so what we're talking about is developing and enjoying the god developing that relationship and enjoying god in that he has given himself to us in christ so that we can know him Mm. and enjoy him forever so we're talking about ways in which you can do that so like any good relationship if i want to get to know dylan better i spend time with him i learn what he's like i learn what makes him tick I learn how I should respond to him when he does certain things, mm. and in the same way we do the same thing, so when we read scripture and we read God's word, we're learning what he's like, how mm. he works, um what pleases him, what doesn't please him um, mm. um the the truths about us that are found in him, how he sees us, yeah, and when we pray, we're responding to that, yeah, so we're thanking him for that, we're recognizing that um yeah, we need to change mm.
0: yeah, so ultimately that is. That is where we would say, and by no means is it is it objective. And like, as in, I'm sure there's there's other tips and things that we could say or others would say, but... There's many different ways yeah. to
1: know God, except it is objective that, yeah, that, that Christ is the way. Yep. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, Yeah, so start there. Jesus Christ is... If Jesus Christ is who he says he is and claims to be who he claims to be and did what he claims to say that he did in the Bible... Mm-hmm then there is a great implication for whoever hears that. Yep, um, and that is the response to that free gift of life that he has purchased for you. Um, so I might just, I like this verse. Let's read, I'm just going to read, read this out. This is Revelation 22:17. It says, let the one who thirsts come, let the one who desires take the water of life without price.
1: Mm, it's absolutely free. Mm. Come and drink that beautiful living water that's in Jesus.
0: Well, thank you for joining us today, guys. We had an awesome time. Mm, um, awesome time. Loved it. If you have questions, we're still doing this segment for a little while. We haven't. I have no idea when we're going to end it, but when the Lord wills it. Um, <laughs> send them through on Instagram. Or we'll just talk to us in person if you actually know us. Um, we'll be back next week.
1: Yeah, I guess you will. Can't wait. Love you guys.
0: See ya. See you later. Bye.